All right, this is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. And we're getting Mark Grandy with you as always. Feel free to download, rate, and subscribe. Five stars are appreciated. All right, we talked about... Uh, I, I, w- I do want to circle back to the offense eventually because I think there were a couple of uh, pieces along with Brock Purdy that certainly deserve praise. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk among them outside of George Kittle, who we mentioned. But if we're, if we're talking about like the real finger pointing of, of this game, Mark, it's, it's gotta be the defense. And we spend a lot of time on this podcast, giving praise to each and every individual when they do a great job. And D'Amico Ryans, who we both think is going to be gone next season and is going to have a head coaching job somewhere. Um, this was not their best day. And they gave up 500 yards in a game for the first time since Kansas city. Yeah. They gave up, more than 80 yards rushing to a team for the first time since Kansas City. And they looked like the team that was partying on New Year's Eve more than the Raiders yesterday. The defense did because they gave up 34 points and they could have lost this game. I mean, the reason why they didn't lose the game was the offense. The reason why they almost lost this game to me was their defense. Now, I, I will. I agree with you. I will say the defense did step up specifically in the fourth quarter when they needed it. They forced a turnover in the fourth quarter. It was Kerry Hyder uh, knocking a ball kind of off of his shoulder pads or helmet high up into the air, picked off by Drake Jackson, ultimately resulted in a field goal. Uh, maybe we could bring up red zone issues as well. That kind of reared its head late in the game as well. Uh, and then, of course, in overtime, Nick Bosa was just a straight bull rush throwing Uh, one of the tackles into the throwing motion of Jared Siddham, allowing for an easy interception for Gibson, which he takes all the way down inside the 10, setting up a chip shot field goal for gold to win the game. So the defense stepped up when they needed to, but you're right. For the most part, they were not very good. Uh, I think you got to credit Las Vegas. I mean, the 49ers had allowed 17 points in the final two minutes of halves this year, entering this game uh, of the first halves, excuse me, Best in the NFL, the Raiders scored a touchdown with 10 seconds left in the first half. That was the great Devontae Adams touchdown. So they beat the Niners, where the Niners rarely get beat. The Niners also hadn't allowed a single point in the final two minutes of second halves this year. Raiders scored a touchdown, the Josh Jacobs run after the incredible Devontae Adams catch to tie the game with about a minute left. The Raiders had 500 yards of offense. They scored 34 points. Niners on average give up about 290 yards of offense per game, allow just over 15 points per game. By far, both the best marks in the NFL. And then you mentioned, uh, you know, individually, you know, the, the, the total yards marks, the rushing yards marks, the worst the Niners have allowed since the Chiefs. So Raiders deserve credit. Niners certainly were not sharp, especially early in the game. Uh, but to, to point out, I think the the turnovers that they forced late, shows that this is still a defense even if they are not playing at their best they do kind of have a sense for the moment uh and and they they showed that a bit in the fourth quarter and then in overtime forcing that that turnover so uh yes if there is uh some finger pointing to be done it, it goes to that defense but i think they've they've afforded themselves a bad week or two considering how they've played this season but this one was certainly near the bottom of the list yeah they have i i just think that Look, every person that comes to the podium after the game on defense, because of how good they've played, is going to say, hey, this this was our bad. Like, yeah. we, we, we didn't play well today. I know that's the first thing that Fred Warner is going to say, because uh, even though he led the team with 12 tackles, 
uh, Fred Warner did not have a Fred Warner game. I mean, I'm looking at the beginning of the of the second half where the Raiders on a third and long throw a little bubble screen out to Hunter Renfro. And instead of, you know, letting him going by and trusting that his teammates will clean up his mess, Fred Warner yeah. grabs his face mess, rips him to the ground. Next play, 60-yard touchdown. Raiders take a 10-point lead. Late in the game, you know, the Raiders, after a big Devontae Adams catch, are are trying to punch it in. Well, there's a throw down the seam aimed at Darren Waller. Whether Warner thought it was a flag or not, commits a DPI in the end zone. Next play, touchdown, Josh Jacobs. There were plays as much as, yes, they did make some big plays in big moments. They also committed nine penalties. They were also a bit more undisciplined than I've seen them in a long time. And really the play that stood out to me, Mark, I mean, Nick Bosa made the play of the game. He did. At, At the end, that was the difference, as we've discussed. But there was a play earlier where I don't know if I have ever seen Nick Bosa do this and it was yeah. at the beginning of the fourth quarter, about 9.50 left. You can go back, and, and if you can find it, I, I do recommend, because Nick Bosa's got a free rush at the quarterback, and Jared Stidham, for as well as he played, doesn't pump fake, kind of settles back, and Nick Bosa just hesitates. Like He just he sits back on his heels, and it's almost like he's waiting for Jared Stidham to dictate where he should go. And I have never seen Nick Bosa hesitate when he's got a quarterback in his sights, dead red with no blocker in front of him. That is, to me, what the defense played with today. They played with a hint of hesitation that I have not seen really since they played against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was just kind of mind-boggling that it happened against the Las Vegas Raiders team that was playing with a backup quarterback who who was clearly prepared. I, I want to give Stidham credit for that. They have weapons, but there was just more hesitation than I've seen in, in about two and a half months from this defense. I think I agree with your point. I don't agree with that that Bosa example, however. I, I literally laughed out loud when I saw that Bosa play. When he he runs, there's no blocker coming off the edge trying to you know chip him or slow him down. He has a straight line to Stidham, and he's clearly surprised. He's like, I'm normally double teamed, if not triple teamed. Now they're sending no one my way. What is going on? I think there's a couple of things going through his head. First of all, it's okay. Stidham probably sees me. He's going to get rid of the ball. I don't want to get a roughing the passer penalty because that has kind of been my Achilles heel this year. I think that's in the back of his mind. Well, he did later and then they picked it up. (laughs) True. The other thing is kind of what I was talking about earlier. There's no one blocking me. I am the focal point of every opposing team's offense and their blocking scheme. This has got to be some kind of trick. Something is up. They're running a screen. They want me to get to the quarterback. Something is going on because there is no way that a team in the National Football League will ever let me run free at the quarterback without even a traffic cone to get around. I think that popped into Nick Bosa's mind as well. Something is wrong because this is way too easy. They're drawing me in. They're going to dump it off in the flat where I just vacated, and it's going to be a big gain. I think that was what Nick Bosa thought. I'm not sure I would say he was playing with any hesitation there. I think overall throughout the entire game, I might agree with your point, but I think that was just a moment of the Raiders making a mistake and not blocking Nick Bosa and Nick Bosa being very confused as to why he had a free run at the quarterback. But what you're Uh, you're describing is literally hesitation. 
But like not- he hesitates because there's nobody in front of him because he thinks there's a play going on. He hesitates. But not to any fault of his own. I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a it's a moment where he's trying. Maybe he's overthinking a little bit. Um, I, I guess okay. I, I am. I am maybe describing hesitation in, in that moment where he's he he holds up and, and. But I think it's it's coming from a good place in which he's like, this has never happened before. I am always double teamed. What is going on here? Trying to make the right play. It just happened to be he was wrong. And it was just simply the Raiders making a terrible mistake that will probably never happen again in his entire career. Um, but I'm not so sure I agree in that moment. That was an example or a, a, a symptom of the Niners mindset defensively. I just think that's a an elite defensive player, maybe overthinking things just a little bit. Well, for whatever reason, the, the defense was was clearly overthinking things today. And look, Jared Stidham is... You know, this was his first ever NFL career start. Uh, as we've seen in San Francisco, first career starts cannot be taken lightly. Brock Purdy beat the GOAT in his first ever NFL career start. But I guess the, the hesitation, what I think it points to, and what we've seen throughout this season, is there does seem to be a little bit of a hole in the defense of the Niners when there is a quarterback who can move. And Jared Stidham, with a lot of help from, you know, big plays down the field from his receivers, Devontae Adams being the biggest one, along with a running game that was surprisingly effective, 130 yards today against the 49ers, who give up about 75 a game. All of that combined, to me, it, it gave him fits. And and I think we've seen it now with, look, Justin Fields, I know it was week one, but again, these are all things that combine to me spell a bit of a trend. Justin Fields, Russell Wilson. Um, you know, you're looking at Marcus Mariota, Patrick Mahomes. Now, not all those quarterbacks are created equal. And now Jared Stidham, all of them can move. And when there's a quarterback on the other side, I do think the defense for the 49ers, along with the fact that they didn't have the lead for most of this game, and they couldn't find any consistency stopping the run, although they did have a big stop at the goal line. Eric Armstead was fantastic, plugging the hole on a fourth and one, which stopped the touchdown. Um, I do think that this Niners defense got punched in the mouth today by a team that they didn't expect to and by a quarterback that they didn't expect to. And it just, again, I'm, I'm looking at them like they're a little bit vulnerable when the opposing signal caller can move. Uh, I think there's something to your point. I think that's what makes Jalen Hurts and the Eagles so particularly scary because it, it's kind of the unknown. Uh, it's the last box that the Niners defense has checked is can they shut down a dual threat quarterback, a quarterback who can extend plays with his legs and in Jalen Hurts' case who can win games with his legs alone. Um, I, I do think in this game, though, we saw – for the first time I can remember in a while, maybe the Kansas City game stands out, but that just seemed like more than than one one guy, one injury away from being good. This was the first time, honestly, and it's nothing against him. It's the first time I thought about Emmanuel Mosley in a while, to be honest with you, Evan, because Diomedor Lenore was getting beat almost every single play. The Raiders made a point at putting Devontae Adams on whatever side of the field the Elmador Lenore was on, so they had to match, the Niners had to match him up with Devontae Adams. 
and he had a really bad game. He, he missed tackles against Josh Jacob. He was called for a penalty. Now, the touchdown in the first half to Devontae Adams was pretty good coverage. Devontae Adams is just one of the best receivers to ever play this game, but he was beat often in this game. Devontae Adams, seven catches, 153 yards, two touchdowns. A lot of that came against D'Almodor Lenore. This was the first time the Niners missed Emmanuel Mosley in a really long time. And I think if something like that is to continue, D'Almodor Lenore getting matched up against elite receivers, it could be an issue for the 49ers moving forward. And that's what makes that injury to Emmanuel Mosley so hurtful from earlier in the year. However, it hasn't really reared its head much to this point. I think the Niners will be able to mask some of those deficiencies in the defensive secondary. And overall, Lenore has had a pretty good season, but this was by far his worst game of the year. That is a bit of a concern moving forward, not saying it's going to spell doom for them, but if there is an area defensively that worries me right now, it is the other corner spot alongside Mooney Ward. And right now, kind of by default, that job is D'Almodoro Lenores. I will be keeping an eye on that, of course, in the final week of the regular season against a banged-up Cardinals team and then in the playoffs as well. I think that, though, Mark, is a product of the fact that they didn't have a pass rush. Now, I don't know if yeah. I'm sure D'Amador Lenore didn't like, he didn't play well today, but I don't necessarily know if it's the fact that he has played at such a higher level or, you know, a ridiculously higher level in the recent weeks or the fact that the Niners didn't have a sack today. I know they had nine quarterback hits and Bosa had five of them pretty ridiculously, <laughs> but they did not create consistent pressure on Jared Stidham, a lot of that was because he was able to extend plays. And I think we have seen now, and look, it wasn't just Diamondor Lenore, like Telenoa Hufanga got burnt yeah. on the first drive of the game by Darren Waller. That's the sixth touchdown that Hufanga has allowed in coverage this year. Like it's again, these are all things that are kind of over the course of a, of a 17 game season now becoming trends. So if the Niners cannot create a pass rush up front, which is either because, again, they didn't play from the lead. They were trying to come from behind. They were trying to contain Stidham in the pocket. I think that's also another part of the, the Bosa play that that came to my mind is like, he's trying to make sure he doesn't scramble and get out of the pocket. Yeah. So if Stidham's extending plays and looking downfield, then I do think we see a secondary for the 49ers that, look, it's hard to cover when you got to blanket a guy for five seconds. But especially when you don't have, you're right, like you're starting number two corner, then I think that's where Lenore gets exposed along with the rest of the secondary outside of probably Ward a little more. You're, I mean, you're 100% right. If, if you can get pressure on a quarterback quickly, you can make any defensive backfield look elite. And the Niners defensive backs have looked really good this year. And a big part of that is because of Nick Bosa and company up front. And, and Nick Bosa even talked about it post game saying, you know, I think he was asked about just in general the, the defense allowing 500 yards and 34 points and what happened. And and he, along with the rest of the front seven, specifically the, the down linemen, kind of took the blame for that, saying, you know, it's on us for not getting to the quarterback earlier, for not containing him, keeping him in the pocket, not allowing him to run free for first downs. And then, of course, as you alluded to, when you're not putting pressure on a quarterback, you're forcing your cornerbacks and safeties to cover for longer. And it's not like this is a, a Raiders offense that is devoid of weapons. I mean, they have some of the best skill 
players in football. Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro is a tough cover. Josh Jacobs, who Nick Bosa said is the best running back he's played against in his entire career. It's a talented offense, but it's not an offense that should be putting up 500 yards of offense against the best defense in the NFL. So to your point, I think Nick Bosa agrees with you. It's on the guys up front, fair or not, to be better at getting to the quarterback and making the corners and safeties look better. Um, But still, I think if there is a weakness in the defense right now, it is that other corner spot. And it makes sense. I mean, they're starting second second corner has been out for much of the season. So, I mean, it's not like it's a, it's a knock on the Niners organization or anything that, that they're unprepared. It's just the way it is because of an unfortunate injury. But that's how football goes. Uh, that is a weak spot for the defense right now. However, they are generally good enough, and they've been in almost every game this year good enough to cover up those weaknesses. They just simply didn't do that in this game.